everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast. The podcast that is trying to adjust the schedule again because of quarantine and things were a little bit off over the weekend when I tried to do things and we're we're still figuring out um, I hope you're all safe. I hope you're all doing okay. Who's ever listening to this, if you're listening to this during quarantine, during coronavirus times, I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing okay. We're getting through it because I've said it before. I'll say it again. We need everybody. We need everybody now and we need everybody when we get back from this, right? Once we get back from this tragic, weird, strange, annoying, irritating time in our lives. Once we get done with that, we need everybody to be, you know, stronger together, right? So I hope you're doing okay. I'm sending my thoughts. I can't send anything else because we can't fucking touch each other, but I'm sending my thoughts. This is the one time where like thoughts and prayers is the best you can do. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway... The week, it's been a week. It's been a week of events and things other than the virus that I kind of want to talk about, which is great because a few weeks ago, like the only thing that like really could be talked about was the virus. And I'm tired of talking like only about the virus, like the virus informs actions in other places, but I'm tired of talking only about the virus, right? But I'm going to start by some how the virus affected me and how the virus affected this podcast because what is a podcast is in its essence like at its core like what it started as and what it still is is a learning experience, right? That's why it's called what is a podcast, like at least partly because when I started this I didn't know what I was doing, right? And I know more about what I'm doing now, but I still don't know everything. I'm still learning. So how this is affecting the podcast is I am fortunate enough to still be working right now and I'm still earning money and I'm still, you know, doing all that stuff. But my job requires me to be on video call with people. I have to be on camera and I have to talk to other people which is not the the end of the world. But what it means is that I have to be more animated and I have to talk louder and more than I would usually, right? This is if I'm on camera and I'm just like regular, if I'm like eyes glazed over, if I don't seem interested, if I'm on my phone and I I have to talk to people, it's a problem. I have to talk louder. I have to be more animated. I have to ham up my whole performance, right? And what that means is that I have to protect my voice. I cannot lose my voice. I cannot afford to be in constant strain or struggling because then it's going to be bad. My performance, and I'm not, when I say performance, I'm not like a performer, but I do have to perform for the camera. I do have to be sort of a heightened version of myself, right? And my performance, if my voice is gone, is not going to be existing. I'm not going to be able to do all of the things I need to do on camera. 
So because of that, I don't think my current schedule of YouTube videos and podcasts, and it was a loose schedule, like sometimes I hit it, sometimes I didn't. But I do think that having like days in mind gets me to get the content that I want to get out. And I have been seeing since I've been more, you know, regimented on this schedule, like I actually have like days I have seen like growth, like I'm posting less videos and all that stuff, but I have been seeing like growth. And of course, the numbers aren't everything and my numbers are not big by any means, but I have seen growth. So I do want to keep a schedule, but I don't think I can keep the same schedule as I have been doing, because what I used to do is I would have Wednesday would be like YouTube video day, like that would be a day where I can create content or I can think about what I'm doing, like brainstorm what I was doing, because I would have more free time on that day. And now that's not the case. Wednesday is not a free day for me right now. And I have to push to the weekend, I have to push a lot of what I'm doing to Friday night, and the weekend and Friday is a pretty busy day for me. Like Friday has always been pretty busy. So I couldn't really do that stuff on Friday. So I would have to be Friday night into the weekend would have to be my days, right? And then Sunday was my goal for the podcast. And Sunday I thought would work out better than it did just because I have a side gig, I guess you call it, side hustle, side something, whatever you want to call it, um, I would, or I still do, I still edit papers, right? And when I edit the papers, a lot of times, like, the deadline is Sunday at, like, midnight or whatever, and I would be working until, like, pretty close up to the deadline, so... I and that's partly on me, partly not on me. I can't get into super details about why that's not on me because it involves people who are, you know, private citizens and don't want to be doing all that stuff, right? But because I was working pretty close up to the deadline on Sunday and Saturday, editing papers and doing a whole bunch of other stuff, I just didn't have as much time on Sunday as I thought it would for the podcast. And that's why the podcast in large part doesn't always have a solid day, but I want a solid day for the podcast. I'm working on it. And I think Sunday just might not be the day. I tried Sunday this weekend, this Easter weekend, and it just didn't work out because I was up doing this paper. I had to edit a paper and I had to send it back. I had to make sure everything was correct before I send it off to the person that needs the paper. So doing all that stuff took me up until like midnight. And then by that time, I my eyes are just like fucking bleeding out of my fucking brain. And I'm just not, you know, I wasn't in condition. I'm like hunched over. My back is hurting. Probably giving myself fucking scoliosis. Blue light fucking up my eyesight even more than this. I already wear glasses in the 9 and the 10. 9 and 10? I don't know what that means whatever. But all that stuff, I was doing that. And then Sunday just wasn't working on top of it it was Easter. So like I was already like distracted, and then like rushing. And 
some of my best work, honestly, comes when I'm, you know, my back is pushed up against the wall and the deadline is looming. That's when, like, my best, like, writing, editing stuff comes out of me. But I was pushed up against the deadline and the podcast had to come second. So it's currently Monday night, which is not ideal because on Tuesday I have, a again, a whole another hours and hours and hours of being on video call like i feel like some people like depending on your job some people are on like video calls for like an hour right maybe you have like one video call meeting but i have like back to back to back video call meetings right with different people so because i have back to back to back video call meetings every single day i it's just different for me right like some people like they can do most of their work without talking to other people, right? But my whole fucking job is talking to other people. So if I can't talk to people, it's bad. That's why I need to conserve my voice. So what I'm thinking, all that stuff, what I'm thinking is either Friday night or Saturday night, I'll do the podcast. And then the podcast will come. I'm aware that it's not Saturday right now, but whatever. That's when I'll do... The podcast is Friday night or Saturday night. I'll get it done then, ideally Friday night, right? And then a YouTube video I'll film either Saturday or Sunday, depending on when I get the podcast out, depending on how I can do it then, right? And then I don't want to do two back to back because, again, my voice, right? Because I could do two back to back and have my voice be fine in normal circumstances, but in these abnormal circumstances, if I sort of use my voice, if I max out my voice, and then I don't give my voice time to, you know, rest and catch a couple of Z's, then it's going to be bad, right? Even now, like, I don't want to go, I don't want to like yell, I don't want to get too emotional, because I know I'm going to have to wake up in the morning, and I have to get on call, and I have to be on camera, and I'm going to have to, you know, give the performance of my life, like, six times in a row to six different people, so it's, it's, it's a work in progress, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to push it to Friday, I'm, I'm aiming for Friday, I'm hoping Friday, Friday is, you know, busy for me, Um, And I have a lot of work to do every Friday, but I'm hoping for Friday and then we'll go from there. We'll, we'll, we'll revolve around Friday mostly, right? We got to get down on Friday. As the great Rebecca Black once said, we got to get down on Friday. But anyway, enough about that stuff. Actually, one more thing. If you need a paper edited, hit me up. I have social media information all up and down these, you know, podcast descriptions, hit me up on whatever that is, whatever you prefer, we can work something out, we can make something happen. I doubt that anyone will do that, but we can make something happen. You need a paper? I I, I like editing papers. We'll, we'll do it, okay? But anyway, enough about that. Another personal update that's not work-related, but could give me some money And I did this mostly as a joke. I have to preface this mostly as a joke because otherwise you're going to take it the wrong way. Um, So I made an OnlyFans account. OnlyFans, if you don't know, it's sort of like Patreon 
where you can give exclusive content to people who are fans of yours. That's why it's called OnlyFans. The thing about OnlyFans is that it's mostly a pornographic website. As in people who sign up for OnlyFans are signing up to see naked people, right? That's mostly what OnlyFans is, but that's not what OnlyFans has to be. OnlyFans can be whatever you want as long as you have fans, right? But I signed up for an OnlyFans sort of playing on like the pornographic aspect of it, right? So like sort of like a joke. And I don't know how funny this joke is, but my thing is there's a niche in OnlyFans, right? If say 90% of the people on OnlyFans are naked or lewd, and then say the other 10% aren't even showing themselves, they're doing like art or, you know, sports or exercise or whatever. If that's the other 10% that's not doing porn, they're just doing their own thing. There's a niche in there. And that's for regular selfies, right? There's like a 0.01% chance. And that's regular selfies fully clothed, right? There's a lack of fully clothed people, right? If you have 10 people that are naked, right? If you have access to all the nakeds, eventually you're going to want some clothes, right? And I remember I was having a debate one time. And this doesn't apply to me and my OnlyFans, but... I was having I was talking to someone who was saying like fully naked is less attractive than almost naked, right? So like fully naked is fine and that's cool if you're into the naked person, fully naked is fine. But what's even more attractive is like mostly naked but like you're wearing like some underwear or something. That's what that person was telling me. And I think that there's some merit to that. I also think that everyone is different. So if you disagree, like that's fine. But it got me thinking, right? If you're oversaturated with nakeds, right? And I don't subscribe to anyone in particular's OnlyFans. So I don't know exactly what goes down. Like I don't know exactly what the nudity is like for these people um but if you have if if you have like 10 only fan subscriptions all the porn in the world that you can have you might miss the clothes right you might miss the clothes so what i'm doing on my only fans is i'm just posting selfies in my clothes i'm just wearing clothes that's all i'm doing is wearing clothes mostly i might do other stuff on there if I actually get people to subscribe to it. Right now, it's $5, which is, I think, the cheapest you can go if it's not free. Like, I think it goes from free to $4.99, $5. And then you can you can make your own price, right? But, and you do it, like, monthly. It's a month, monthly subscription, just for people who don't know, right? But if I'm on my OnlyFans and people actually actually subscribe, maybe I'll do something different. Maybe I'll do something funny maybe i'll do like pokemon showdown i play pokemon showdown every day maybe i'll go through that maybe you do like some chatting maybe you interact with your fans i don't know right but i feel like only fans is a more viable option for someone like me than something like patreon is right because patreon right you're expecting like perks right like patreon is like if you have like 
one tier. If you subscribe for $1 a month, you get basic necessities. If you get $2 a month, then I owe you something, right? Then I owe you like another perk, whether that's like extra content, whether that's, you know, personal video chatting, whether that's like early access, all that stuff. You you subscribe to tiers based on that, right? And I am nowhere near popular enough, nowhere near full-time enough to promise anybody anything like that. Like if I made a Patreon, like you would be signing up for nothing. You would just be signing up to give me money, right? But OnlyFans, since it's not like I owe you anything, you come just to see my face, right? Or you're not expecting like I am in the highest tier, so I should get more perks than someone in a lower tier. You're not expecting that. Everyone's paying the same price. Everyone's getting the same thing, right? And if I'm saying from the get-go, this is mostly going to be pictures of me just never before seen and maybe i'll make some jokes with the captions along the way maybe i'll do some other things along the way but you know what you're signing up for that's a more viable option for me and my only fans username which i realize i have not told you and i think this is funny also because most phone only fans is like you know sexual in nature because only fans is a very horny place right it's a very sexual place in nature but my username is Almighty Dragon Lord, which I'm surprised isn't taken. And it's also not taken on Twitter and it's not taken on Instagram as of, you know, April 13th to 2020. It wasn't taken, which is like I thought that would be taken. Right. Because I didn't want to put my actual name behind the OnlyFans just because of the reputation OnlyFans has, right? So I wanted to come up with something new, something fresh, some type of username for OnlyFans. So I came up with Almighty Dragon Lord. So my OnlyFans account, Almighty Dragon Lord, you can find me there. If you pay $5, you can think of it as like just like supporting my podcast and YouTube channel if that's what if you want to rationalize it i don't care what you do i don't care what your reasoning is honestly if you want to do it fine i'm letting you know that i'm doing it mostly as a joke and i'm doing it mostly for fun but if you're into it then do it if you're not into it then don't that's all it is i currently don't have anyone subscribing to it It doesn't matter right i i just think it's funny to have an only fans account called almighty dragon lord that's all it is like i want you to know that my OnlyFans account is Almighty Dragon Lord. Whether I make actual money off of it is secondary and tertiary. Like the main thing is is Almighty Dragon Lord, which is a subversion, at least in my mind, of the typical OnlyFans. The typical OnlyFans, which is sexual in nature or cute or you know flirty in nature. I'm Almighty Dragon Lord. I'm just like a fucking anime nerd username out the window there's not there's no sex here if you're attracted to me right if you've seen a picture of me and you're attracted to me that's on you right i can't blame you for that but my only fans is not sexual in that way i might make a joke about sex but it's not sexual in that way but there it is i'm i shit i have to put that link in the description now like i have links in the description for like twitter youtube face not facebook instagram now I have to put my fucking OnlyFans in there. That, that'll be great. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, so there were, there were a couple of things that happened last week that I wanted to talk about just a little bit, or maybe a lot of bit. Um, but the first one I want to talk about, which is 
all the news at this point, but there's a TikTok star named Adam Ray OK. I don't know if his real name is Adam, if his last name is Ray, or if his middle name is Ray. I assume that those two things are part of his name in some way. Maybe he has two first names, Adam Ray. I don't know. But this guy, he um he's like a teenager. He's really young. Like I wouldn't say he's more than 20. Right? I would say he's probably maxed out at 20 at this point, right? And he created a character named Rosa, which is like the high school girl that wears, you know, sweatpants over her jeans and eats hot Cheetos for breakfast. Like he plays that girl, right? Named Rosa, and he does it well, right? And he got exposed for saying the N-word in like 2013 on Twitter. Now, Adam Ray OK is not the same or not the only person, not the first person to get exposed for saying the N-word on Twitter, right? That's not what I am want to discuss, right? I, I personally believe, or this is how I operate in the world. I believe might be a little bit different, but how I operate in the world is I assume that every single person has said the N-word, regardless of their race. I assume that every single one of you has said the N-word because when I grew up, right, growing up where I did in a mostly black and Filipino area um, with a lot of Latinos as well, a lot of Indian and Pacific Islanders as well, very diverse place. But the majority was Filipino and black, right? So in that area, everybody of every race, with the exception of a few white people, right, pretty much everyone of every race, I heard say the N-word one time, at least once, right? And because of that, I can't have any other mindset than everyone said the N-word, right? And it's much easier for me to believe that you've said the N-word already. Like you were a teenager, when you were a teenager, you you said the N-word. Do I think that's right? No. I don't think you should have said the N-word then. And I don't think that if you're not black, you should say the N-word now, right? But I know that people be saying the N-word regardless of the race when they're younger, right? So I'm not going to say, or I'm not going to be surprised when someone said the N-word, right? I'm not going to be surprised when a teenager says the N-word because when I was in middle school, high school, every fucking buddy said the N-word. So I'm I'm not going to be, I'm not going to pretend that I'm shocked by someone saying the N-word. What I want to discuss is, or I guess I already discussed that, but you know what I fucking mean. What I want to discuss is the apology. So Adam Ray OK, the big TikTok Rosa celebrity, he got called out for saying the N-word, and he said, and I'm paraphrasing this apology, this is not word for word, but he said in response, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, I'm so sorry. When I was younger, I didn't know what impact words had and I didn't realize how this word can hurt people and I didn't know the history behind the word. I don't say it anymore and I'm sorry. That's basically what he said, right? Now, the reason why I bring up that apology is because the response on Twitter was, wow, you people are so sensitive. We need to forgive people. We need to understand that people make mistakes when we were younger Everyone was sort of 
surrounding around the forgiveness. I didn't see anyone that said, Adam Ray OK is canceled. I did not see that sentence. I did not see Adam Ray OK is canceled. I saw we should forgive Adam Ray OK. He was a kid. He made a mistake. Now, the why this is interesting to me, you can forgive who you want to forgive. I have no problem or I have no issue with you personally rationalizing your forgiveness and choosing to forgive someone, right? I'm not your dad. I can't tell you what to do in that way. But I've seen that exact same apology be said by countless other people who got called out for saying the N-word. And I've seen that exact same apology that Adam Ray OK gets. I've seen that apology be called not a real apology. People say all the time when people apologize for being called out for problematic behavior, they say the same shit that Adam Ray OK says. And then people respond, that's not a real apology. Do better than that. I want a real apology. And again, if you want a real apology, that's fine. But I, Adam Ray OK's case showed me in like full view and this is something that i already knew but it showed right in broad daylight that people can do the same offense and depending on how much you like them is whether or not they get off scot-free or not because adam ray okay from what i saw on twitter got off pretty much scot-free like one person called him out he apologized with a generic apology and people are like oh adam ray okay is good again like, we forgive you, Adam Ray, okay? You said the N-word, and that's fine. But there are other celebrities who've said the N-word or have been canceled. Same response, not a real apology. And I think that it happened to be forgiveness for Adam Ray, okay, overwhelmingly, because no one disliked Adam Ray, okay, right? If you were on the internet, if you were on TikTok, if you knew the Rosa trend, if you knew that character... Nobody disliked that character. There might not be people who care about the character. Like, I was a person, I've seen the memes, but I wasn't, like, in love with this character. I wasn't waiting for the new Rosa video, right? But I did not dislike Adam Ray OK. I was like, this guy, this kid, found a niche, right? He's making, I'm assuming, making money. If he's not making money, he's getting famous off of it. Maybe he creates new characters. Maybe he parlays this into an acting career. Maybe he does something new, bigger and better. Who knows, right? And I was like, cool. Do your thing, Adam Ray, okay? You be over there. I'll be over here. If you do something funny, I'll laugh. That's fine, right? That's how I was with him. But I don't think anyone actively disliked Adam Ray, okay? And because people didn't actively dislike him when he did something bad right which is say the n-word which again if you're not black is bad when he did that people were like oh but everyone likes him i like him i'm not gonna get rid of him off of this i don't want to get rid of him because he he seems so lovable on his face like none of these people know this kid in real life he could be an, an asshole in real life we don't know right but on the face, on the surface, he was not disliked, right? And because of that, I think he was able to get away with this situation unharmed, whereas someone else or other celebrities, right, um, that you know, if you're on Twitter, 
you know, right, who gets canceled and who doesn't, right? And who gets forgiven and who doesn't. Sabrina Claudio, right, who is a singer, she got canceled for something similar. I haven't heard a Sabrina Claudio song since, right? Sabrina Claudio, I don't even think Sabrina Claudio said the N-word. I think she said something in Spanish. I'm trying to remember back because I remember Sabrina Claudio because she hasn't come back, right? Um, But when Sabrina Claudio did what she did, I believe it was something in Spanish, right? She said something in Spanish that was offensive in Spanish. And again, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, And that, but it wasn't the N-word that she got in trouble for, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or someone like Doja Cat, who is black, but Doja Cat said she used to say homophobic things. She used to say the the F word, you know, the, the homophobic F word. Um, she said that a lot. And I remember she got quote unquote canceled for that. But now Doja Cat is back and better than ever, right? So people pick and choose who they want to cancel, right? And I do think that people who get canceled, right? Like canceled on Twitter is not canceled in real life. I firmly believe that if you cancel like a singer, like a Sabrina Claudio, right? There are people who will cancel you on Twitter, but will listen to your music in private. I firmly believe that, right? I firmly believe that not everyone just completely cuts you off. Even if they slander you in public and private, they're still bumping your shit. Because these people still have careers afterwards. Um, Sabrina Claudio might be the one example where, like, I don't know if she still makes music anymore. Um, Sabrina Claudio, if you still make music, um, I don't know if I, if I can say good for you because people canceled you and really got you out of here. Um, but, I mean, I guess, like, I salute that you're still doing it, right? I salute that you didn't, you know, let that, you know, derail you. Although, I don't know if you've improved as a person, so I don't know if I can give Sabrina Claudio on the off chance that she's listening. I don't know if I can give Sabrina Claudio the stamp of approval, right? And also, if, again, if I'm not mistaken, it was, you know, something she said in Spanish, and it was like the Latinx community that, was really up in arms a little bit about Sabrina Claudio. So I don't know if it's even my place to give Sabrina Claudio the stamp of approval. And again, this was years ago. I don't remember exactly what she did. Um, But I feel like people pick and choose what they want, right? And then everyone has their line. And then sometimes people will call other people out for supporting a problematic person But really, everyone has their line. Everyone has their line of problematic behavior that they're willing to, you know, hold up against other people, right? And then once someone crosses their line, then they're canceled for that individual person, right? And I feel like with someone like Adam Ray, okay, like they're just, we didn't even think to have a line. We didn't think this person would ever do anything bad. And he turned out to do something bad but everyone has their line and people are going to support people who get canceled on twitter and people who have problematic past because we all have problematic past like we've all done things that we regret there's not like a one person who didn't regret saying that thing whether it was racist or homophobic or something you just didn't know 
right? People have done that before and then we learn and we grow from that, right? I think that probably most people have said something racist or homophobic in their life, right? Even like I know gay people who have said homophobic shit in their life, right? Like when we were in middle school, like we said, you said some homophobic shit and then in 11th grade, you're gay. And it's like, oh, well, I, we all, I mean, I guess you were like always gay or whatever, but it's like, oh, you know, we, we, we learn and grow from these things, right? So I'm not going to put everything that everyone says against them. I'm more concerned with current behavior, what you say in 2020, what you do in 2020, more so than what you do as a kid. I do think that you need to learn from your mistakes as a kid. I do think that if you say something problematic, you do need to learn that lesson. That's the same thing as like, you know, drawing on the walls as you're a kid, right? You draw on the walls and then just because it was wrong and you learn from it doesn't mean that you you don't get in trouble for it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't get people in trouble for past actions or behavior. What I'm saying is that, you know, we develop and we learn and there's science that says that our brain cortex, our frontal cortex isn't developed until like age 25. And if that's the case, then my shit just developed like last week, right? So I can't hold too much against a prefrontal cortex that's not developed, but you still need to be held accountable. You still need to learn. You, you can get called out, right? I just think that it's weird that we completely obliterate someone's career and then sort of coddle other people's careers for doing the same offense, right? And I don't know exactly what it is. It might be, you know, it could be tied to other things. There's probably a couple intersections, you know, race, gender, ethnicity, with, um, you know, age, you know, platform even. Like all those things can be, you know, intersected. Um, but it's just interesting. And I don't have every single answer, but I feel like like complete and utter cancellation a lot of times I think one doesn't exist and two is a vocal minority and three you know sometimes is overblown or out of proportion it depends on the person but I do think like Adam Ray okay like if you say the n-word currently don't right like stop saying it like it's not too hard right like you learn a word is bad and then you don't say it that's pretty easy um there's other words to say um, instead of the N-word, that won't get you in trouble and won't offend people. So that's pretty easy. Um, but I'm more I'm more into what you do now. If you said, if he said, Adam Ray, okay, assuming he's anywhere from 17 to 20 at this point, if he said the N-word now, I would be like, yeah, get him out of here. Like, you're in timeout. Go in the corner. I don't, I don't fuck with you. But he said it, I'm assuming he said it when he was like 12. And just like dicking around on Twitter. And if that's the case, there's a different conversation to be had. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway, another thing. Karen. And a whole lot of people have talked about this. Is Karen a slur? And you're currently listening to, if you made it 35 minutes in to this, you're currently listening to someone who wrote an entire essay about slurs and pejoratives and all that stuff. And Karen 
was deemed a slur by a particular subset of people. And I'm sure you heard it by now if you're on Twitter, if you're listening to podcasts, probably. But Karen refers to typically someone who complains a lot, like an older person who complains a lot, right? Karen is pretty gendered. I would say most of the time, Karen is, you know, directed at women. But I don't think it has to be. The tweet in question was like, the Karen slur is classist and sexist and all these things, right? And I think Karen is definitely a gendered insult, right? Karen is definitely more towards women than men, right? But I do think a man can be a Karen. I think Karen is more in action than anybody, than anything, I should say. Like someone who complains to the manager, someone who complains about everything, someone who can't handle change, that's Karen, right? That's a Karen attitude, right? And when someone, when like a popular person tweeted like the Karen slur is classist and sexist and all these things, like people got took offense to it being a slur because it's definitely not a slur, right? It's not something that, you know, I think would be taken very seriously. It's pretty lighthearted of an insult, right? But I do think that there is some gender to it and there is a little bit of class to it, but really... Karen is someone who complains, right? And to call it a slur, that's like saying negative Nancy is a slur. No, no one would ever say negative Nancy is a slur. Negative Nancy is, you know, slightly gendered. But I, a man, can be a negative Nancy. You, whatever gender you are, can be a negative Nancy. Doesn't matter, right? It's just someone who complains, right? Calling something a slur when it's not that serious is problematic in its own right, right? Because slur, if something is a slur, that means it's like the highest degree of insult. Otherwise, it's more like a pejorative or it's just like a jab, right? Like stupid is not a slur, right? You would never say that. You would never say like jackass is a slur. It's an insult. You can use it as an insult, but that's not a slur. Something like the N-word, right? or the the homophobic F word, right? Or any other words, right? Those turn into slurs, right? Those have to do directly with your race or your sexuality or your ethnicity, right? When it comes to that, and they've been deemed the highest degree, right? And I said I wrote a paper on pejoratives and slurs. No, I'm not citing that paper right now. I'm just going off of my my brain and it's late at night so don't hold me to that paper i just said that to give me some type of authority but i don't know why you'd give me that um but anyway the slurs are like the highest authority right so you're putting karen on the same level as a homophobic f-word as an n-word right and karen doesn't belong there because karen is largely a state of mind Karen is largely like someone who complains and someone who's just being an overall annoying person, right? I do think it's gendered though. I do think there there is a point with the gendered. But people who are named Karen, you don't have to worry about the Karen insult, right? Because when people picture someone that's a Karen, and this is where the gender comes in, they're picturing Kate Gosselin. They're picturing someone who looks like Kate Gosselin who, if you're following me, is not named Karen. Her name is Kate, right? 
They're picturing Kate Gosselin. They're not picturing any famous person named Karen. The stereotypical Karen is Kate Gosselin. So you don't have anything to worry there. But calling something a slur when it's not, that's where you get into to, to ratio territory. That's where you get into meme territory where people are just going to fucking let you have it, right? And I was thinking, right, there are slurs that I don't know. Like I thought, like there was a point in time where I thought I knew all of them. I didn't say them, but I thought I knew all of them. And then I wrote this paper when I was like a senior in high school about like pejoratives and slurs and maybe like lesser known slurs. And then I was on Twitter and there was something called the D slur. And I don't know what the D slur is still. I didn't want to Google it because I didn't want that in my history. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want that in my my algorithm that I was looking up the Diesler, whatever that is. But I, I don't even remember exactly the context. I was looking through like the replies on a thread on a tweet. And then someone was like, oh, this person used a Diesler. And then several other people after that were like, use a Diesler. And I was like, what the hell is a Diesler? I really don't know what that is, right? And I might never know because... I don't want that in my history. I just don't want the algorithm to know that I don't know, right, what the D slur is. Because if I know what the D slur is and I search up the D slur and then I get D slur content, I don't want D slur content, right? I don't want that. I want normal fun content. I don't want slur content. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. I'm not getting fucking slur content in my feed so i didn't look up the d slur and i don't know what it is but it's like yo there's just shit that you don't know right and i've said this multiple times right but the word and i'm going to spell it t-r-a-n-n-y i didn't know that was offensive for a really long time right not until i was an adult did i know that that word was offensive and that in the transgender community, that's sort of considered a slur, right? That's not appropriate. It's not cool to say that word, right? I didn't know that until I was probably like 23 and I'm 25 now, right? So there are words that you just probably don't know are offensive that you might be using like to this day, right? That you just don't, you don't know, right? And then someone has to to tell you, right? And I'm not, afraid of saying that I didn't know. I'm not saying that because I do know now, right? I know that that's offensive now. And I know I shouldn't be saying that now. So I'm not afraid of saying I didn't know this for a really long time, because now I know, right? And because I like to think that I try to be a good person, I'm not going to say that I'm the best person, but I do try to be, you know, as nice of a person as I can, I know that's not cool. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I just didn't know back then. But I know now. You see what I mean? You understand? Like, we all learn, right? Even like older people, we're still learning. So when it comes to words and languages, um, language, I say it does matter, right? And it has an impact, right? And calling Karen a slur when it's not, and it's just like mostly on the internet, that's where we get some problematic behavior, right? But anyway, um, yeah, life has been strange um, still being in the house. 
Um, I watched Kim's Convenience twice. If you haven't watched Kim's Convenience on Netflix or on Canada TV, it comes on in Canada, watch that. Um, I'm watching Royal Pains now on Netflix, which is a show that has eight seasons and the episodes are pretty long. So that should be a journey. That should keep me in quarantine. Or I'm sorry, it should keep me occupied for a long time, right? And I want to get into On My Block, excuse me, but the preview makes it seem a little young for me. And I don't know if I want to do that. Maybe it's not young for me. And the previews are sort of lying, I guess, or like sandbagging me. But I want to get into On My Block because a lot of people watch that. And Netflix, yo, Netflix, the trash reality TV on Netflix is getting there, right? Netflix is trying to take over the trash reality TV game. And I'm okay with it because I don't like 90 Day Fiance. That show is weird to me, right? But I'll love some Love Island, right? Give me some Love is Blind. Give me some The Circle. Give me give me some of that shit. Like all those like reality dating shows. Like I love a reality dating show. There's a new one called, I believe it's called Too Hot to Handle, which is like Love Island if Love Island was about preserving your virginity. Like that's what that is. And I'm all in on that. That's coming out soon. Sign me the fuck up for that. Um, yeah, the trash reality TV on Netflix. I've noticed there's an uptick, right? And Netflix is contributing to the reality TV culture. And I think we're underestimating how much reality TV like actually impacts a culture. Because it impacts a culture a lot. Like pop culture, like and reality TV, it like those two things are so intertwined. They're like best fucking friends. But anyway, a couple things. What the fuck is going on with 5G? Because um, there's some people that are saying that 5G is the cause of the coronavirus and that 5G is making people sick and that 5G is bad for you. And I just want to take some time out because this seems absolutely ridiculous to me for a couple reasons. One... I haven't seen anyone with any science background saying these things. I haven't seen anyone that studied any type of science saying that 5G is bad for you, right? And I'm not saying that you have to like be a scientist or go to college to know what's good or bad for you. But in this case, someone who knows something about radiation and cell usage and science would be helpful, right? Satellites and shit, like... If you know that stuff, you should like those people should come out and say either no 5G is not bad for you or yes, 5G is bad for you. Right. Because if 5G is so bad for you, I feel like some type of scientist would say something. Right. And then my other problem with the 5G conspiracy theorists. Right. Is that we are exposed to radiation all fucking day. Right. We have refrigerators and microwaves and toaster ovens and cell phones. Right. All that shit radiates all in our fucking faces all day. Right. And we're still here living with till like 60, 70, 80, 90, like with cell phones and shit and microwaves. Right. Like my great grandma lived to be in her 90s using microwaves all the fucking time. Right. So. I don't think that radiation from 5g is really going to make that much of a difference and 
We've had 4G for a while, and we've had 3G from every longer than that, right? What's so special about 5G, right? What's so special about 5G that 4G is safe, but 5G is not safe? These are the things that don't make sense to me. And the third thing I have a problem with is that the 5G conspiracy is like, I feel like potentially endangering lives. So people are saying like, oh, it's not contagious in that way. It's the 5G that's getting people sick. And then they're saying like, oh, I can go out because I'm not going to get sick by contagiousness. I'm going to get sick by the 5G. Here's my problem with that. You're not protecting yourself from the 5G. If 5G is so bad, why aren't you protecting yourself? Why, why aren't you like wearing like protective hazmat suits for the fucking 5G? Why aren't you wearing a fucking helmet to prevent the 5G from getting all in your face, right? No one's protecting themselves from 5G. If 5G is so bad and coronavirus isn't spread like a virus, but it's really spread like 5G, if that's the case, why aren't you protecting yourself from the fucking 5G? That doesn't make any sense, right? Because you know people is getting sick, right? So why aren't you taking the measures to get rid of the 5G from your system? You're not. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense, right? Stay at home, wear your mask and your gloves or whatever, and be gone with it. And while I'm on like the protecting yourselves, what the fuck is going on with these masks? Because I know the Surgeon General who seems to be out of his fucking mind, who's doing like arts and crafts and creating his own mask and shit. He said, we need to wear masks now. But when this whole thing first started, they said, don't wear masks. They say masks don't help, right? They said, don't make your own masks. Don't use up all the masks. Masks don't help. Now they're saying mask helps. You motherfuckers. What the fuck is going on here, right? And I remember why that pissed me off is I remember I saw someone on Instagram, right? They were supporting a local business that was making masks. This local business was like making like cloth masks so that you can have some type of protection, right? And then someone on Instagram was like, I I know this company, they're selling masks. If you want some reusable cotton cloth masks, this is a company, right? And then people were like, I don't know if bullying her was the right way, but calling her out saying, masks don't help, masks don't help, masks don't help. And then she got back on her Instagram story and was like, yo, I was just trying to help this business. I'm sorry if I spread misinformation. And now, three weeks later, who's the dumbass now? Because now we need masks going out and shit, right? And then it's like, make your own mask. Are you out of your fucking mind? I'm not artsy like that. Like some people are creating their own mask and it's cool, right? I'm not creating my own fucking mask. I'm not I'm not tact- tactile in that way to make my own mask. I'm just going to throw slap a bandana on and call it a day and hope for the best and like tie it as tight as possible. But I'm not making my own mask like that. Are you kidding me? And the Surgeon General is like, make your own mask. Here's how you make your mask. You're the fucking Surgeon General. I assume that the Surgeon General is some type of doctor. They have you doing this fucking Sesame Street arts and crafts shit. How pissed must that guy be? Oh my goodness. Um, And the last thing, I have to talk about TikTok. And you might be thinking, oh fuck, TikTok. Why are you talking about TikTok? I have to talk about TikTok. Because... People are saying TikTok is spyware. 
TikTok is spying on you. TikTok so has all your data, right? And that's why some people aren't downloading TikTok. Is they're saying TikTok downloads your data. They know your data. Stop downloading TikTok. I've seen this on Twitter and some other platforms. I want you all to know, if you've taken a picture of your face and posted it on the internet, they have you already. Twitter has you. Facebook has you. All that stuff, right? If you have a Twitter or a Facebook or an Instagram, they have you. They have your data. They know so much about you. One thing about algorithms, though, is that algorithms treat things you love and things you hate as the same. They treat everything that you interact with as love rather than splitting it between love and hate. Unless you like take measures to say, I dislike this, which is actually kind of difficult. Love and hate is the same thing to an algorithm, but they already have you, right? If you post videos on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they have you. If you tweet, if you're on social media at all, they have you, right? That's just something that you have to accept at this point, right? Social media has you. The algorithm has you, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing with your data anyway? Like, think about this. If they have their data, right, and they're using your data, I'm not doing anything with that data. That data doesn't do anything for me, right? You can have it. Fuck it. I'm not using it. Take it. That's like saying, oh, can I have, you know, your extra baseball? Sure, I have 10 baseballs. Take this extra baseball. That's how I see it, right? I don't see it as a super big deal, right? And I do think, though, that what's kind of strange, right, is if it's if you're, like, young. And TikTok does have young people. So if you're, like, young, like, 10 I think that's kind of strange. But if you're like an adult, like you're not doing anything with your data, right? I think getting it with kids, that's the weird part of TikTok. But no, you don't you don't have you you don't need it. You're not using it. And the social media companies already have you. They have your face. They have your interests. They they know, right? They know what you want. And if you have two Twitter accounts or two social media accounts, you can see that right? Because your social media is a different world. Like I have a Twitter account for this podcast and my regular Twitter account, I see completely different shit, right? Because my second Twitter account is essentially a new person and they have data on that Twitter account that shows what they think is best for that Twitter account, right? So they have you. In conclusion, they have you. They have your data. If they're selling it, it was going to get sold by some other company. It was going to get sold by Twitter or Facebook or something like that, right? There is no, like, the invasion of privacy. Like, Facebook crossed the line. And if TikTok crosses a line, then yeah, sure. But so far, they have you. I wouldn't worry about it. You're not using that fucking data anyway. Don't worry about it. Be cool about it. And yeah, I think that's all I have. Um, I was going to talk about Quibi, but I haven't watched any Quibi content, so I can't really talk about Quibi. So I think I'm going to end it there. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening, watching, paying attention, you know, engaging, um, all that stuff. I truly, truly do appreciate it. Um, I think this episode was pretty good. If I do say so myself, I think it was pretty good. Um, I'm going to end it. I'm going to preserve my voice. I'm going to 
you know, take care of my vocal cords. And I will see you next week. I love you. Take care of yourself. Bye. Thank you.